I'm Amy, sex educator, sex and relationship coach, and co-owner of PurePleasureShop.com. I'm April, VP of the cutting-edge sex toy company, Hot Octopus, and I dedicate my life to the business of sex. We are on a mission to teach you how to have hot sex, deep intimacy, and how to make your own rules for who you are as a sexual being. Welcome Welcome to to the Shameless Sex Revolution. Want to learn more? Go to shamelesssex.com. And for 50% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use code SHAMELESSSEX at purepleasureshop.com. You are listening to a Pleasure Podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. Well, hello, everyone. Hi, everybody. How y'all doing? Welcome to the Shameless Sex podcast this episode is with another shameless sexy podcaster billy proceda of the man whore podcast uh he was on our podcast before i don't know the episode number but he was on what was it gang bangs and group sex i think that was the topic it was hilarious and we've both been on his show separately yeah and he's so he's so much fun he's knowledgeable he's very open-minded this one is a lot about staying slutty and awesome adventures during the times of covid uh, but also can be applied after covid times because this is an evergreen product billy has some great stories about uh covid safe glory holes uh mask blowjobs and all the in-betweens so you might learn something but you will definitely laugh that's for sure we definitely did he's so entertaining He's the best. I wish we could record in person, maybe someday, because I would like to have a beer with Billy and laugh. He, he's the kind of person who get those like giggly, giggly belly laughs that, that hurt in a good way. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, we are going to read you all some praise from some listeners. We have awesome listeners. We love you. I'll start with the first review that we got. Um, and just so everyone knows, you can send us praise through email, but you know what we really love? iTunes reviews, especially five stars. It helps us so that people can find us and we can bring Shameless X global. So if you have not done that yet, please do so. And from this listener, this listener says, I just submitted a five-star review on iTunes under the nickname, Getting the Most Out of Life. I'm sorry I didn't send it in earlier. I've been listening for about two years now, and I've listened to about 90% of your episodes. Great job, and thanks for your service to all humans. My wife and I had a great sex life for the first five years of our marriage, and then it became solid to very good, depending on work and life stress. We've been married for 12 years. Your podcast, guest perspective, expertise, and spirit have helped us make it great again. Thank you. I've also been a customer of purepleasureshop.com, bought the hot octopus toys that you both recommended, subscribed to omgyes.com, and participated in its Erwan is Erwan April's Erwan. It's Erwan. Erwan. Erwan and Alicia Davon's extended orgasm workshop last weekend. They were guests on our show, everyone. I don't do everything you tell us to do, but I do trust you both implicitly and greatly value you both and your podcast. Thanks again. You know what? I was thinking when you were reading this, how um, this person was talking about our spirit. Do you remember your nickname when we spirit. used to yeah. the spirit? Yeah. Uh, one of our colleagues uh, that works for a different company always was like, where's spirit? I need to find spirit. And that was Amy's nickname. And I was like, that's a great nickname. That could be your, uh, your alter ego name, Amy. I am. I am spirit. Is, I am yeah. spirit. I forgot where that came from. I think it's because I'm a, a little half hippie. So it was something about it's exactly but maybe- where it came from. <laughs> spirit was always her hair is dangling down. She's got her peace fingers rocking up. Like just peace and love. Uh, Can't we all? get along can't we yeah i love this beautiful praise though that's so great thank you so much 
getting the most out of life for writing us a review on iTunes and for those kind words. And we don't expect you to do everything we tell you to do. That would be insanity. However, yeah, yeah, we we try to give you all the tools uh, that are possibly um, going to help all sorts of folks in all sorts of different situations of life. Yeah, I think the best teachers are people that uh, one are continuing to learn themselves uh, and are telling you uh, the, you don't do everything I say or do figure out what works best for you and, you know, bringing in other guests and other educators too. And so, yeah, we don't know everything. That's why we constantly learn. So thank you to this listener. And thank you also for shopping at purepleasureshop.com. I own that shop with my mommy and she's probably listening right now. Hi, mommy. Hi, Hi Janice. Mom. Um, and also all of our listeners, just so you know, if you go to purepleasureshop.com, you do get 15% off coupon code with coupon code shameless sex. And you can try out those hot octopus toys that April loves and recommends, such as the digit, the ammo, the, the pulse. Do it now. Oh, I was going to say something to you and I almost interrupted you, Amy, but thankfully, because we're <laughs> recording on Zoom today, everyone, which is actually kind of kind of weird for us to record on Zoom because we don't get to feel each other's energies as much. So and I have you really small because I, I have our notes really big. So uh, I was going to say that. Um, number one, whenever I tell people I have a podcast with my best friend, who's basically a relationship coach and she's amazing. They're like, so you guys just talk the whole time. And I'm like, no, we have guests. We have lots of guests. We have experts of all sorts of things. So it's not just us. It's, it's lots of people because we do a really, you, I feel like Amy's the, the ultimate screener for people. And, um, because of all of your education, Amy, you always have access to amazing, educative humans. So that's all Amy, everyone. High five, Amy through zoom. Oh, high five. It's all you too, Chip. It's a, it's a team effort. So we're the A team over here. I love you. I miss you. I wish I could touch you, but you're far away know, from me. So I'm far. Zoom so it is. Let's do one more praise. This is one more because we want everyone to know that people love us <laughs> and we love you right back. I have been shamelessly wearing my go slower than slow tea. Longtime partner and I were up to Tahoe for a few days. Every woman who read my shirt would respond with a knowing laugh. I would tell them that my partner got it for me to help me remember. They laugh more. Gentlemen, there is a message here. Love you both. Keep up the good work. I love that. That's so cute. So we have, if you haven't heard on our show, we have some swag. Uh, if you go to our website, you can, there's a direct link there and you can get t-shirts and sweatshirts and all kinds of things. But one of them is our tagline goes slower than slow and slower than that. And so what this person is speaking to is, I believe this is a penis owning individual walking around and they're noticing other uh, uh, Volvo owners noticing what the, the shirt is, whether they know the podcast or not, they're like, yes. Go slower than slow. I bet that shirt helps people get laid. I totally, I, I'd be attracted to it, but like, even if I didn't know about shameless sex, I was like, yes, finally, please. Are you single? Let's do this. <laughs> That's Amy's favorite tagline. Besides, yeah. do you want to talk about childhood wounding? <laughs> Maybe we need a shirt that says that next. <laughs> and then, yeah, that's my ear porn right there. Like, did you just say yeah. you have a therapist? All right, let's date. <laughs> let's do this. I'm a weird person like that. I love people doing the work. Um, but also, if you want to check out any of our swag, like I said, go to our website. We donate all proceeds to different causes. I forgot what we're doing right now, actually. Oh, I think oh. we're doing the, the sex trafficking. Um, yes. We're donating we to that cause. Yeah. Which was, that was what Willow Brown had first um, told us about on our show. We were doing the animals before and now we're doing um, prevention of sex trafficking. Yeah. So check that out. There's yep. more information. 
go scope it. So for everyone, go ahead, go to iTunes, write us some reviews, send us emails, tell us you love us. My computer just made a beeping noise. Sorry about that if you heard it. Um, we are not on our A game here. Are you ready for a bio and then we can just dive into the interview? Yeah. All right. Usually April reads a bio, but it's my turn, bitch. Just kidding. <laughs> Whoa, wow. <laughs> I, had, I had a lot of caffeine this morning. <laughs> All right. So Billy Presida is a professional stand-up comedian, podcaster, and accidental gangbang organizer. For over a decade, he's entertained audiences all over the country and can be seen at comedy clubs around New York City, well, pre-COVID and post-COVID, soon, soon to be. His show, The Man Horror Podcast, A Sex Positive Quest for Love, was named a top sex podcast by Esquire and Uproxx three years in a row. And his sex and dating advice, sex and dating advice has been featured in outlets such as Cosmo, Your Tango, Men's Health, and more. Oh, and his father is finally proud of him. Yay! To learn more, visit manhorpod.com slash iTunes. That's M-A-N-W-H-O-R-E-P-O-D.com slash iTunes. But first... Are you in a couple and looking to find that third... Or are you single and searching for a dating app that actually encourages you to embrace your sexual side? Then you need to check out Field. Field is an alternative dating app for couples and singles. While Field continues to be the biggest dating app for threesomes, the app also features something for everyone, including a community for awesome, sexy people seeking to connect and explore their desires. I've checked out a lot of dating apps, and as an open-minded, sexually liberated woman, Field is definitely my top pick. The app is inclusive to all, no matter your gender or orientation. Plus, you get to share your desires and interests directly on your profile so people know what you're into right from the start. I upgraded to the Majestic membership, which means I get to shamelessly see all the people who are interested in me. And here's some more great news. You can download the Field app for free and support our show by using the link in the episode's description. Even better, when you use our link in the description, you get 50% off the first three months of Field's Majestic membership, which gives you premium features like seeing who has liked you. The Majestic discount only works on iPhone right now, but anyone with a smartphone can download Field for free today by clicking the link in the episode's description. Go ahead, press pause, and click the link in the description to get our top favorite dating app now. All right, on to the interview. I will tell you while well, I have, now while I'm I have recording nipple too. cream on my face. A couple reasons. Number one, it's very moisturizing. It's thick. It's real thick. And, and I don't recommend it for lubrication. It's for my lips. And I got my... Have you ever heard of microblading your eyebrows? I know that it exists. I know so, it's a word. So it's. I have my eyebrows microbated, so they're fully lubed, and you have to keep them lubed with some thick lube. So I just now I double up eyebrows, microbladed with some lube, and then lube up my lips at the same time, and it works out nicely. I don't. Know you didn't want to. I was gonna say I don't know if I'm just like horny right now, but I'm just looking at April talking about thick and lube and thick and lips. But and that's <laughs> the reason we're talking about this is because stuff from my microphone sticks to my lips because they're all lubed up. Like it is right I just now. thought that was an awesome opportunity to be plugging some sort of lube sponsor. But oh, no, you're- oh <laughs> sorry. We're not sponsored by the Nipple Lubricant Uber Company. Lube. I don't even know their name. They're probably just be like, like, you Johnson know, Uber Lube has another usage. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> actually, no, you know what? I actually have heard folks who um, are post-op. So I had someone actually who had top surgery that was using, and Uber Lube, of course, isn't <laughs> like a medical device, right? But they actually said, I use Uber Lube on the, my top surgery scars, and mm. it totally helped. Their vitamin E mm. in it and things, and also with like the comfort and the, the healing. So I don't know. It's 
possible. I, I had Uber Lube as a sponsor for the Man Whore podcast a while ago, and like I remember they gave us this list of like the different uses. I was like, I thought it was just putting it on pussies and on dicks. I didn't know there were so many things. Tattoos, wetsuits. Oh, doors. I gotta start scuba diving. Oh my gosh. Squeaky doors. <laughs> all yes. Things. Scuba doors. diving to lube up latex too. You can lube up latex mm-hmm. suits. For all of your mm-hmm. rocket, um, we'll get into this whole story about your glory hole, but I'm sure it worked really well in your glory hole that you had in your old house. <laughs> you want a well yeah. lube glory hole? <laughs> we just posted a picture holes. of in, uh, of Uber Lube, like an Uber Lube bottle, all, all like beautiful on our Instagram, and people were saying something like it never runs out, and I'm like, I don't know, but it mine always does. runs out. I always feel like I'm like, damn it, well, I'm that, out of Uber Lube. You you love your lube, and you have no lube shame, so good for you. I I'm guess stoked not. on it. So everyone, Billy Presida is here. He's back on our podcast. April's dog is digging in the background. If you can hear, someone is hammering behind us. No, not the sexy kind of hammering. That kind of hammering that's obnoxious. And you, I don't think you can hear any of it. So if you do, I apologize. <laughs> we love Billy Presida. He's also known as the Man Whore. And he has the Man Whore podcast. Um, he is a comedian. We've gone, we've guessed on his show. Uh, he's guessed on our show. Individually, I, we guessed on his show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And As I love the episode. He was in my house. Billy was at my house. He was in my house. Oh my god! Oh my god! You were in her house. You I thought know it was just my our house. houses. Oh my god! I, I go into a lot of podcasters' houses. I'm so <laughs> yeah. sorry. He is a man. He did not sniff my all. underwear because I don't wear any, so there's none to sniff. Oh, neither me? do I. High five. Oh, uh, high five. Sweet. Airway high five on Zoom. Zoom high five. April was, was just talking about how she needs to own more underwear. Because I did. Was I saying this at a podcast? Yeah, the intro. Well, I cut it out. <laughs> I just moved apartments, and I realized like how little underwear i do own and i was like i actually like i usually keep because i like to free ball like like april here and so i normally have like one emergency pair of boxers like if the pair of jeans i'm wearing has like a big i get a big rip in them and i gotta wear underwear for a few days while i buy new jeans because billy only has two pairs of jeans the pair i wear and the pair i wear when i'm washing the other pair uh but then you know i have one pair of boxers i noticed they're all full of holes I had to toss them away. I got what? no emergency yeah. underwear right now, girls. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta go shopping. We gotta get you some are you new a, undies. Wait, are you like a boxer, like the kind of uh, the tighter boxers, like the boxer briefs? Or are you more of the when you have worn underwear, like the Lucy's? The Lucy's, yeah. What do you call yeah, those? The Lucy Goosey's. I mean, I call them like yeah, the <laughs> real comfortable. When, when I used to wear underwear regularly back in 2012, and prior to that, I would wear boxers. I was not a fan of the boxer briefs unless I'm like exercising and I want like a, you know, compression short. So the only time I actually wear like a boxer brief or something that's kind of like a cute underwear is if I'm going to a play party. Ah. And then, then I'm like, cause you know, you want to look like you made an effort, so to speak. Can I ask you? Okay. So anyways, I, what I would say to people is uh, the last episode that you <laughs> talked about was about orgies, sex parties, play mm-hmm. parties, et cetera. And this is pre COVID. Um, and this is a side chart because we're going to we're going to talk about how you as an awesomely open, adventurous, slutty man horse such as yourself and how things have obviously changed here have still found lots of creative ways to be your most awesomely slutty, adventurous man horse self um, with limitations and safety. Um, but OK, I, I, I digress. I want to ask you about sex parties. <laughs> what are you, did we ask this in the last episode? What do you usually wear? You're saying you want to wear some underwear. Do you like do a whole ensemble or like a theme or colors or do you like leather or what is it? Is it different based on how you're feeling? The play party community I'm a part of out here in, in Brooklyn, uh, it's a lot of burner types. Yeah. Now, I'm not a burner. I've never been the burning man, but you go to parties with them. They are like to the nine. Some of them will go to the nines with their costumes and 
their outfits. I'm a simple bitch. You know, I've got a pair <laughs> of men's lingerie I really like. I have a couple pairs of like cute undies, so to speak. Uh, but like, I just try to like grab the theme and go with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, or just try to find something that fits in. So I'm like, you know, you find a cute bottom, you find a cute top, and maybe we're going to put some makeup on. Ooh. Do you wear eyeliner? To me, that's about it. Uh, I'll wear eyeliner. I look nice. good with some eyeliner. What's oh, a cute top? What's your definition of a cute top? I'm just curious because I love fashion. <laughs> oh, I mean, I hate fashion. So my definition <laughs> of a cute top is like not a graphic tee. Uh, no, I, <laughs> I have I have, um, I have a vest that I found at a thrift store I like. It's like furry on the inside mm. and like leather, on, like a brown beige leather on the outside I like to wear. Or honestly, I prefer to not, if I'm feeling truly confident with my body, I'm ideally not wearing any sort of top and I just like put on a couple pieces of like makeup or an accessory and we yeah. fit the theme. But worst case scenario is like cute pair of undies, some kind of top, call it a day. Ideally it all gets taken off soon. Did yeah. this did the sex party world where you are so you're East Coast and I'm West Coast and or mm-hmm. we are West Coast, but I've been also part of the sex party community out here in the West Coast. Did they move to online stuff or were they doing like Zoom sex parties and all that biz? There were a lot of COVID was the era of the Zoom orgy. <laughs> Wasn't for me, but like, yeah, there were a lot of those. Like, I would get multiple emails a month of like, oh, we're having another play party on Zoom, and like my 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 now ex girlfriend hosted one of those, um, like towards the end of twenty twenty, and I like just peripherally watched. Like, I kind of sat in when did my own thing sometimes. It didn't seem very fun to me. I don't know. It just seems a little weird. But however we have to make do is how we make do. We all got creative during the pandemic, you know? Uh, Sluts had to be creative and shifty if they wanted to be at all responsible, which some weren't, but, you know, whatever. I went to an unconsensual zoom orgy <laughs> how did that happen oh, i no. was so i was like the <laughs> i was the uh guest speaker at this event for a, a sex shop it was a virtual event obviously in the beginning of covid and i was the guest speaker on like spicing up your sex life or something and so there were 200 people and people ha- some of them had their cameras on and then you could see <laughs> All of them, and at one point there was a there was someone sleeping for sure, and then there was someone masturbating, and then there was like a couple fucking, and I was like, hmm, all right. So it, it was wasn't so, supposed to be a play party. No, it was oh. an event. It was like a it was an event about education. Or did and they not know their cameras were on. What? I'm not sure. It was really interesting, and of course I wasn't uh, shocked and appalled. However, I did not consent to seeing people do all those things. And then right. we had someone that was like the ZJ, I think they call him, like the Zoom J, right? The, uh-huh. the person. And so they'd have to kick these people off, but you couldn't see them. Your camera didn't have to be on. But there were contests and giveaways. Anyway, I, I it wasn't a play party. However, I did not consent to watching people do all of those things on a work. It was a work event. <laughs> it was a work event that I was yeah. just, I happened by, by, by circumstance, happened to visually see some some folks enjoying themselves yeah that's not okay you gotta you gotta clear that you gotta put it in the email something even for you know i had a few they they, did they put in the email oh no they put in the email with like the part of it was like you can't but people just can't help themselves i think it said no i mean yeah but we don't it was for people just to get education about sex toys and 
uh, there were giveaways, there were contests. It was a, a, an event with. But a, they said was, like no fucking on camera, yeah, no jerking off on camera. Yes. Oh, yeah, not no, cool. There's no sex or right. masturbating. Like it's pretend that you're at a, at a meeting, and yeah. so you could do whatever you wanted. Sleeping was fine uh, with the people that were sleeping, but um, <laughs> take I was a like, nap. Okay, but but two hundred cool people to, to whip regular. that out. Yeah, no. not at all. You're supposed to. Geez, like you said, like they can't help themselves. I'm like, I'm pretty sure we tell rapists and dudes who flash their junk, you have to help yourself, yeah. even if you feel like you can't. Yeah. Your flasher, yeah, like you say, the flasher thing too. Yeah, totally. I just thought I was doing a great job at helping <laughs> folks spice up their sex lives. Well, look what you inspired. <laughs> yeah, too. But so. also, you watched your work in real time. Now it's like it's like slut shaming April. Like your short dress inspired them to have sex on camera. Oh, it was only camera. from my neck up. I'm, no, I'm not, and I'm not oh. saying that at all. I think that well, that's a tricky thing too about that because you know how many people go, isn't there all these stories of people getting in trouble for like being on a Zoom business call while masturbating at the same time, but they think their camera's off or and their whole the toilet, the whole crew like, sees. They're that. like using the toilet. And you're oh, like, oh god, no. worst nightmare. And what I will say is. Uh, so I did go to one um, online sex party on Zoom, and uh, it, w- it was it was cool because you get to you get it's voyeur exhibitionism, whichever maybe you're into both. Um, so you get these you know watch, and then you're also being watched, but it's missing that element of that like intensity of that comes with connection of being mm-hmm. in the room. At least I felt that, and I had gone to an in person one maybe six or eight months before this, and then my partner joined me on this one, and this was his first experience with it, so he had never even been to an in-person one. And he's like, that was awesome. I was like, well, just you wait till you get to the in-person <laughs> ones, because it's like that on steroids, amplified. Yeah. It also takes away the Zoom ones. Like, when you're at a sex party, it's usually not like, okay, here's this couple fucking, and we're all, like, around watching them. It's, it, it's usually like, like you interact with people. You flirt with people. You see if you want to play with someone, right, or hook up or fool around, whatever. So, yeah, the Zoom orgies for me aren't very fun because it feels like, I don't know, like a big slutty show and tell, which is fine. It's just not for me. I like to connect with a human. I want to like go and like flirt with someone and I want to know someone's flirting with me and I want to feel sexy because someone's flirting with me and all that stuff. Like I'm not, you know, seeing tits and ass. It's fine. You know, my Twitter feeds full of it uh, at this point. So it's like, I'm good. I don't know. I don't need extra nudity. Like I need extra affection. Yeah. yeah, I feel like porn is also, the, the digital way to get off mostly and you can see whatever you want and it's done with production and, and a lot of times with beauty, sometimes with, with no beauty, but, and then the cam market. So if people, even the amateur, amateur um, videographers that are creating porn, they could be pretty good. And so I think that watching a, a Zoom a play, play party wouldn't be what I would choose. I'd probably more choose, but no shame if that's what you're into. I would probably just choose to. I mean, it was go hot. On it, was, it was still hot because you have all these different screens. And like one person's wanking themselves, another person it has two other people in the room with them, and they literally having a threesome. And you know, someone else is doing like putting an Android stainless steel wand in their ass, and so like in front on camera, and so it's still. Bet no, I don't want to say better, but like I'm grateful for that, and I am just like you, Billy, too. Like just seeing some tits and ass and cock and whatever. I love, I love nudity. It's not what gets me off though. I, I'm a. Did you ever take Jaya's quiz? Jaya, the 
the um, what is it called? Herotic blueprints. Erotic blueprint. Yeah. And she talks about she was on episode number one twenty six of our podcast. I highly suggest getting her on your show if you can. Um, and she talks about how we have these different ways of um, feeling aroused and, and turned on, and in our ultimate arousal. And you take this quiz to figure out what your top ways are. And so there's um, the sexual, the sensual, a shapeshifter, a kinky, and uh, energetic, which is my top one. And mm-hmm. I scored zero on sexual, which is interesting because I like sex. But it's not about seeing the breast or the cock. That's not really – that does very little for me. It's about the energy <coughs> behind the human. And I think that's why, uh, you know, a sex party that you can't, it's really hard to feel the energy would do less for an energetic versus a sexual person would be like, tits, ass, wanking, yes, 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 super exciting. Which And there's nothing, there's no hierarchy, by the way, but it's yeah. really, really interesting to check out. That, that's why, like, I'm not the type of guy where, like, you could just, like, come up to me and grab my cock and then, like, okay, now I'm hard and let's do this. Um, I've had some, I've had, like, sexual partners who are a little less affectionate, a little bit more like, let's get to the dick. And I'm like... Can you tell the dick that you like him or that you think it's looking cute? Or can you tell the dick that, like, you know, he did a good job doing the dishes? Can you give this dick something to attach to? Because just, like, uh, having someone, you know, hold it is not always the, I don't know. It's just like the access to sex is not the instant boner that it once was maybe for me. Uh, so that that's why it's like I need to connect with a person or in the case of a glory hole or other things that you know we've talked about is I got to connect to the scene mm. where I'm like, okay, if I'm not attached to you, I'm going to be attached to like the script we have put out because I find this script really hot. And then who it is, is a little less important because like we both are connected to this script idea. If we abandon the script, if we abandon this fancy, this scene, whatever it is we're, we're going to do, then I have to like something about you. And do we want to roll the dice on that? I don't know. <laughs> Did you, so, I, lo- I always love talking to Billy because hours <laughs> will pass and we're like, oh, did you tell people, because folks out there listening, you've been on our show before, did you tell people how you got into the field? You're a, a hilarious comic, by the way. Uh, when talking about sexuality, though, how did you get, because this is an unstructured episode of Shameless Sex with Amy and I, we, we never do. So this is wild. This is the wild, wild. west of I'm Shameless all- Sex. I'm all about it. Yeah, yeah. we're going to, so we're gun slinging here, just kidding. Uh, we pew don't pew, have any guns, pew, pew. just finger slinging. So will you Ooh. tell folks out there, the, the cred, can you send us your CV, your resume, and tell <laughs> us? Uh, I know it says don't grab his cock on it, uh, but uh, no. Ask first. <laughs> Ask first. Yeah. Uh, will you just tell folks how, how you got to where you are today in terms of sexuality and in comedy? Because you are so funny, in my opinion. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, the comedy part, I think, is less interesting. I got into a stage and no one told me I couldn't be there. So I was like, <laughs> all right, I guess. Um, I, I, uh, I, had a, I started my podcast, the Man Whore Podcast, uh, actually seven years ago, as of next week. Uh, and I started because I had this problem where women would sleep with me, but they wouldn't date me. And I wanted to find out why. So I started doing a show where I would interview my past partners, asking why we didn't work out. Uh, and, and I think a combination of that and having like exclusively chick friends for most of my um, high school and college years and even today, I, I think really shaped my views on sexuality, a combination of the uh, being rejected and not having self-confidence for so long, uh, combined with like hearing what y'all would complain about all the time. And I think I somehow married those two at some point. I popped out into adulthood with my views on equality and sexuality and the you do you boo boo that like I feel like uh, is at the center of 
my personal philosophy on sex and dating. Um, and, and so, yeah, I, I started that show at 24. And so since then, I've just gotten to talk to so many people that I have like learned a lot of new things and my mind has opened up to other stuff and I'm able to form opinions on, you know, the X, Y, and the Z as I figure out what my complete sexuality looks like. Mm-hmm. Uh, my slutty CV. Oh gosh. I don't know. Um, Sex parties, Craigslist bukkakis, stranger play. Um, I am gang bangs. Uh, gang. Oh yeah, we had the gang bangs. Yep, um, <laughs> I may have to. May I, I think I have a friend. I oh, I got. A, I had a gang bang consultation client a couple months ago, so that was cool. Billy uh, has a PhD in gang bangs. Yeah. Everyone, so y'all want to know how to do the gang bangs? <laughs> if you do, pay this guy; he'll help you out. Gang bangs, any sort of fantasy fulfillment service, so to speak. You know, if you have a fantasy you want to accomplish, you don't know logistically how to. I'm your guy. I think I know how to. I know how to do that. So yeah, <laughs> um, I've done a lot of things. My my mentality was always like, hey, I'll try anything twice. Hmm. So that's that's what I've been doing. I love. I think I'm on, on I'm on try number two for a lot of things now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, do you ever? Have, okay. Well, two part question. Uh, well, do you ever have a try it once? And you're like, I'm taking it back. I'm not trying it twice. Does that happen to you ever? Or is it like, no, I'm yeah. still gonna. Yeah. 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 Pain. Uh, pain absent any affection or you know emotional connection. Like that's not gonna work. Yeah. Because <laughs> then I'm just like, ow. I've, <laughs> I had I an bet, older. <laughs> I bet you're such. I want you to take this quiz that she has, and I'm so curious about because I think what a lot of people would think. One, you're a dude. You must just be sexual. You see, you see some tits and some pussy or some cock mm-hmm. or whatever, and you're turned on. I don't even know what you know how your your orientation or how you sure. identify. I know that you like and and any access to sex that is given to me, I obviously take it. want it. Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. All I need is it for it to consent to me. And even then, I'm a man. I don't even always need that. Right? That must be how I am. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I've I've had a lot of women yell at me in bed when I didn't want to fuck them. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> something Are I'm you- sure. Are you primarily heterosexual? No, no, you're bisexual, right? I can't. Or everyone gets such queer vibes off. No, no, I I recall something about no. I I don't ever assume. I just recall. Maybe it was in a dream. Well, here's what I'll say too. People assume also for us if they don't know us or haven't listened to the podcast a lot. I've heard that I that or yeah that we are. um, I mean, April does identify more in the pansexual realm. I identify as like pretty heterosexual, but people make Mm. this assumption. You do what you do. You must be bisexual. All women like making out with other women, right? All women love licking box, right? And, mm-hmm. and so we get a different version of it, whether it's our essence or, or, or our aura or also our profession. Yeah, yeah. No, I, def- I definitely get that. Um, I've had it for a long time, I, you know, because I didn't always want to fuck people I was hooking up with. Sometimes I was like, I'm, not, I'm in the mood to make out and fool around or I'm more interested in doing this thing. How, what would you like to do? It, it doesn't always have to be my dick ends up in a vagina. I splurt and fall asleep. I feel like there's a lot of like variations we can do and still have a great time. Uh, I just learned that there are some, some women there. Shocker. There are women who don't take sexual rejection very well either. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And there are women who just heard that you actually don't just want to stick your dick in them and then come and then roll over that just were like, that's fucking hot. I've been waiting for someone to say that. Yeah. The bar is so incredibly low. Uh, <laughs> oh, fellas. No. It's, it's so low, I trip over it every day. I can't wait for the day where the bar is raised and I can't clear it. I think that's going to be a good society to live in. You mean where women have really these high standards now? You More so where it... Well, where they don't have them yet. I yeah. can't wait for y'all to have higher standards and then I can't clear it because mm-hmm. then I think we're in a better world. Uh, I'm not saying I'm great. I'm saying the bar is so low, I look great. 
Mm-hmm. But um, I'm not. Yeah, <laughs> you're fabulous. <laughs> so, so you are fabulous. So I, I met your mom once, which is great. <laughs> I always think about her mom. Your mom, your mom, her mom. I think about her, your mom. Often? Uh, and not often, just How because often? I met her. What are you doing um, when you're thinking regularly, about Whenever I, well, whenever. Is there Uber Lube nearby? Yeah. <laughs> whenever you, like, message me, I'm like, oh, Billy. I'm like, is Billy Proceed? I'm like, I love his mom. Because she was like, hey, you got to meet my son, Billy. We've talked about this in the other show. And she's got the thickest New Jersey accent. Right? Or was it Long Island? Where are you from? New Jersey. Yeah, New right. Jersey. And it's, like, this very thick accent. Is she from New Jersey, too? Yep, yep. Okay, because sometimes I, I mix up Long Island and New Jersey accents. But, like, I thought she was the sweetest thing. And she's like, you got to go meet my son. Be on his podcast. I was like, okay. <laughs> Not why I'm talking about this. I'm talking about this because your podcast is called Man Whore. And you're a self-identified man whore. Mom's hey. probably proud, right? Or no, you're not in a self-identified man whore? <laughs> I actually, uh, I, I wasn't going to say anything before, but it's, it's, it's a common <laughs> misconception in that the show is called The Man Whore Podcast. I'm Billy Presida. Um, Billy Presida hosts The Man Whore Podcast, but uh, I am not like, I am not Man Whore, capital M, Man Whore. I didn't assign myself the term Man Whore. I mean, it, I, I chose the name of the podcast in part, not just because it was a good title, but because, and it stood out, but because I had women, because I had this problem where women didn't want to date me seriously. I was oh, I was really nervous that it was because I had done a, a good amount of sexually adventurous things. I was in New York City for college with Craigslist, you know, like I've I'd done some things and I thought and I was identifying as non-monogamous. So sometimes they would refer to me as a man whore. And I thought like, oh, they can't date me because like I'm a mm. slutty dude, which sucks. Yeah. I was hoping your mom gave you that title <laughs> no. for whatever reason. <laughs> Oh, that does suck. I, I, yeah, it I, was going to be my confirmation name, but I decided not to get confirmed. So, yeah. <laughs> and we will christen him the man, man whore. whore. Well, I understand why that too. So, I mean, yeah. So, if what, what if you're getting just friend zone for X, Y, and Z? If because the story is that you're um, you're so experienced or adventurous or slutty or man whore or whatever, and that's um, and whether it's that's who you are, how you identify or not, but your uh, people are are not choosing to go deeper with you because of that. Um, and they're probably their own insecurities. I mean, I was recently yeah. just working with a client who, um, who has, has had some experiences with someone else about their, you know, their interest in just like porn usage and things and the shame that came around that about being like the, the too muchness. That's not normal. That's not right. And I mean, any rejection that can even happen there. So, and we get, we get this too, right? We have people ask us this sex question, Hey, what is it like being two attractive women in the adult industry, in the sex toy industry? Um, you do get perved on a lot. You get creeped on a lot. And, and also having a sex podcast. People are and like, how, a sex do you, podcast. how do you do it mm-hmm. when you're like mm-hmm. in the public public eye? Yeah, but I think for all of us, we get put in these little boxes in people's eyes, whether it's what the th- because we're on microphones or, yeah, yeah, he just drew a box. You can't see, but... Um, I'm and, still a virgin. No one knew. Oh, well, you know what? Yeah, can I tell you something? <laughs> Guess Everyone what she just, just assumed did? the oh shameless sex check but wasn't a virgin. Seriously, guess what she just did for the first time? She just swallowed Anal? cum for the first no, time. No, we should have just known. swallowed cum for the first time. I yeah. did actually. Now I've I'm swallowed on the cum before time. you. How is this possible? <laughs> I swallowed cum. Now I'm on two times. We're gonna it, put it in our anal anniversary calendar. No, we're sure calendar. <laughs> Amy has calendars about my all of my um my the the transitional uh, April. I like celebrating with her, but she's like, I April, love that you- <laughs> your yeast anniversary is coming up soon. I have an anniversary, a yeast anniversary, and now I'm gonna have a cum anniversary. And you have a sex toy anniversary that's because of Amy. 
Well, we never wrote that one date. down. Shit. Oh. I was 23. It was you gotta go check like credit card receipts or something. No, she when gave you got it to me. Toy. She yeah. passed it to me at a restaurant. Was like, here's your first sex toy. I was like, it looks like a pen. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Anyway, yes. Don't put you. it in your butt. Thank you for letting Billy know. Yeah, I swallow cum for the first and now second time. So now I feel like I'm a cum addict. Yeah. Yeah. Get it up. I want it all. It's not as. It's not. Because of my gag reflex, this is the reason I never swallowed cum. Because of my gag reflex and because whenever I had doing, been doing fellatio over the years, number one, I had trauma. So fellatio was few and far between with a lot of my partners. And number okay. two, a lot of the partners that I did have, which pretty much only a couple received uh, any oral stimulation from me, um, talking about penis owners here, uh, they either th- I would just stop and then we'd finish other ways. Right. Or it just wasn't a thing. And it was never, a, it's never been a thing. It wasn't like, you're not going to swallow my cum. And if that was everything, I was like, yeah, we're not going to hang out anymore. And I'd see so all of the long-term partners I had. So now I wanted to, I wanted to do, I wanted to do that uh, just to see what it was like to swallow cum. And I did it. And at first it was a little scary and it wasn't as salty as I thought. It was actually tasted kind of nice. Those are my first questions. When she asked, when she told me about it, my first questions: What did it taste like? What did it feel like? What'd you think? Like, I'm so curious about it. Like, tell me the consistency of it. Was it like sweet? Because <laughs> I, I mean, I, I'm so curious. I just, I just wonder what it felt like for you. But so. I had a deal with my partner that I swallowed his cum. Like, you have to swallow my ejaculate, and that happened too. So there you go. I mean, fantastic. I love it when I can just like choke on a woman's cum. So like, good for him. Yeah, <laughs> Good yeah for you I'm too. all about equality. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Just fill fill my throat. Uh, whoever. Yeah. That's <laughs> but only consensually. All right. So you're not a self-identified man whore then, um, but you did have a lot of experience organizing gangbangs, orgies, etc. And things have shifted over the past year. And so we're in the era of COVID, and we, this is evergreen mm-hmm. product. I know some people are like we're sick of hearing about COVID, <laughs> so it's not going to be all about COVID, everyone. Well, um, you can well, you can tie into this safety, sa- yeah, ter- safety, but not sexual safety, but like physical safety like how do i set you know i actually it's funny as right before we did this i was editing my next episode which was actually with a glory hole visitor of mine like a regular visitor and then we did she did one final visit to the glory hole and then we did a podcast separated by the curtain and then just like had a conversation with this person she doesn't know anything about me i don't know anything about her all i know is that she has taken several of my loads to the face <laughs> and that's that's all i know and i and then we had a full conversation and at the end we like pulled the curtain back and did a reveal so wait, you, you had never seen each other's faces before either? Yeah, it's a glory hole. Oh, my God. Okay, let's let's talk about glory holes. Let's start with this. Have you ever been to a glory hole? I've seen one. I haven't experienced I've one. been to one. I, in the, did oh, you I participate? Pleasure, pleasure at Pleasure Chest, chest yeah. back in. Yeah, did you participate? No, no, it was you weren't able to participate. You mm-hmm. I, Well, I'm saying I wasn't able to be inside the actual box of the glory hole. I could peep inside. Um, I believe there were some uh, there were some limits because it was an event for a, a sex shop in L.A. This was in West Hollywood. With this is back in 2000 forever i think it was 2013 yeah. or 14 2013 and it was just so interesting because they had different acts that would come in i don't think you could have your cock i don't remember i don't like I you probably s- weren't allowed to do it because of the type of event yeah. but like you could have in theory you could have in theory and also it was a professional event for me so there's no way i would have yeah. just stuck my vulva into i think people actually could though i think they were allowed to stick their cock in there but if they wanted to or their vulva what is it that the traditional traditional is the wrong word uh, describe <laughs> what a glory hole is and how it's traditionally Back in ancient rome what did they <laughs> how did they make their glory holes out of marble crazy yeah yeah <laughs> wow that impressive. would be greece ancient greece 
Greece, oh, there was more marble. <laughs> same, same. <laughs> yeah, Rome was really more of a bronze. Type yeah, of they were. Yeah, they cast wow. it in metals. They carved through the bronze and the marble to stick their dicks through. So it. what? Yeah, tell us what a glory hole is for those folks that don't know out there. First off, please. Uh, a glory hole is a uh, is a magical device. It is some sort of physical barrier. <clears throat> uh, tra- traditionally, in the the native custom, uh, is made out of either wood or you can do it with like a curtain. I have also seen cardboard, like cardboard box uh, wall situations, and you just you can put a penis through it, and someone will suck or fuck it, and then you just like work really hard to pretend that it's a chick. Yeah. Well, it, there's yeah. lots of holes in the one that I went to. There was like a giant. Glory. Like nipple holes? No, the t- no, the whole. So it was. It sounds like it may have been more of an art piece type of a kind glory of. But hole people box. were fucking inside them. They had acts that would go in and out. It was it was a glory hole. It, so there were so lots of different holes, and mm-hmm. so they're of all different, like uh, on the floor up, so you could peer in, and then you could, and it did come down to a lot of times people would stick yes their their genitals through the glory hole, and people would interact with the genitalia inside. So so that were inside. people were using it. You just weren't, and I like that you weren't because. Because you were like, well, I'm here as a professional. My boss I can't participate. It was, yeah, it was one of my customers, <laughs> like a retail customer. There would be no way that it, it would be unprofessional sure, for sure. me, since I'm not, I'm not in, um, I'm not a, a sex worker. I'm not a porn star. So I was, sure. I'm in sex toy sales at that point. So, uh, but it was my first experience, and it was fucking so cool. Like I remember yeah. watching that porn star April Flores. Remember that porn yeah. star? Yeah. Use a, um, she used a, a magic uh-huh. wand. And like squirted all, and it took her kind of a while, but she had that thing like it was the old school magic wand, the plug in. Oh yeah! And she was, and I was like, wow! And so I watched that until she ejaculated all over it. It was awesome, and it was like a dope uh, thing. And there were, and then another act would come in. So anyway, um, and then there was, yeah, there was a lot of uh, interaction between there. There weren't people. There were a lot of interaction between the performers inside, but it was more of a performance piece, an art installation, than it was an actual uh, glory hole, uh, as we as we think about it in in modern uh, times. So you created one though during COVID in your house. So at, I think it was April, May, maybe June. <clears throat> Uh, the New York City Department of Health came out with a series of sex recommendations. No other like governmental body had come out with like safer sex guidelines for COVID. Oh. Uh, there was a little bit of like, well, is COVID sexually transmitted? Uh, in as much as like the the seminal fluids and stuff like that, because like obviously um, any really any any sickness that you can transmit like through saliva or breathing, I mean that's sexually transmitted if you transmitted during sex but they they determined like you know what we're not finding covid in semen okay cool we're not finding it in like you know in vulva juices okay awesome uh they were like we probably shouldn't do ass eating because we do find it in fecal matter Mm. so lay off the lay off the rim jobs for a little while okay but they also recommended uh oh the new york city department of health said like you are your best sex your safest sexual partner Mm. so we had a governmental body advocating for masturbation holler love it but there was a there was a bullet point or two about uh if you there was a series of bullet points that were kind of like a if you must fuck somebody kind of kind of without saying fuck (laughs) yeah Yeah, but and without saying and without saying if you must but like the vibe was like you you really shouldn't but like if you can't keep it in your fucking pants (laughs) here's where you could so they did say like we recommend using when possible physical barriers to have to perform sex acts, which means glory hole. 
because I can't think of other, you know, physical barriers um, to separate it. So, like, we're not exchanging the the air droplets and shit. Mm-hmm. So they were like, yeah, do glory holes. We don't see why that wouldn't be safe. <laughs> no, a curtain, no, a curtain. Did you cut holes in the curtain? No. I cut one singular hole in the curtain about waist length, you know, uh, waist height. Um, And yeah, no. So I got a new apartment in August in Brooklyn. And when I was looking at the apartment, it was a duplex. And the bottom floor, the whole basement was like one room. It was a big room with its own bathroom. And it also had its own side entrance to the street Mm -hmm. that bypassed the front door upstairs. Mm -hmm. So I am... I don't know if I'm proud of myself or not, but like when I was touring this apartment, I did think in my head as a selling point to picking this place, I could totally do a glory hole here. <laughs> Most people are like, yeah, no, this would be like a great closet. I could fit all my shoes. I would love him buying <laughs> after the realtor. So do Where's you the glory hole? Yeah. <laughs> this room would be great. Gr- yeah. Oh, yeah. Th- this one's not going to do. No glory yeah, hole yeah. capability. Do you know what the zoning code says about erecting a glory yeah. hole? Is that cool <laughs> in this part of town? So so in this place, like, there was a spot where, like, I had a hallway, and it opened up into the bedroom. So I was like, I could hang it here where it opens up, and then you could just prop the doors open. Mm-hmm. And so I did that, like, the first week. <laughs> so how did you uh, announce to the people that would come on the other side of the glory hole that would... Like what? How was this arranged? How was I arranging it? Uh, yeah. Mostly through Reddit. Oh, nice. Oh, okay, I love Reddit. Yeah, mostly Reddit. I think I had one or two people from Field. Okay, Reddit but mostly Reddit. Reddit. I love Reddit. Reddit's great. So, do we, does this mean that the, that man whore podcast fans get got to suck your dick? It's funny you say that. Oh, nice question. <laughs> so I move into that apartment. I put an ad up for Glory Hole. I didn't even have the Glory Hole made yet. I just was. Prepping, I was like, oh, I'm pr- it's probably going to be a lot of work to like, it's going to take a while to find like women who just want to randomly blow a dude at a glory hole in a basement in Bushwick, you know, sounds super safe. Uh, but I had a response. <laughs> I, say, um, no. <laughs> I had a response like pretty immediately to the point that I had to like rush and go get a curtain from Target because they wanted to come that quickly. Uh, so, yeah, she like hit me up and turns out she also was a fan of the show. And I was like, oh, because like my I don't use a throwaway, which, by the way, is going to be my like, I know a lot of people want to be discreet and private, but like, you know, not using a throwaway will always bring you more success than using a throwaway because my Reddit. Are you talking about like a pseudo name? Yeah, you could use like a fake account, like having an account that like doesn't really have history. It's really just Ah, for posting or responding to posts in the sex places, right? Whereas in mine's like my real one. Like you'll see an ad I put up on Random Acts and Muff Dive right next to like comments I make on our podcasts, uh, which you know will be underneath a a meme of a kitten. So it's like (laughs) you're gonna see, you're seeing me. You know this is me. It's a real person. which so I think that's helpful, and so obviously, if you're a fan of the podcast and you see my user, uh, my user history, you're like, oh my god, it's that's Billy. And when I mean like, if you're a fan of the podcast and you say, oh my god, it's Billy, I mean this is one of maybe three people who sees it and goes like, oh yeah, I listened to that guy. But uh, this person was like, I'm a fan of the show, I'd love to visit, and she ended up like coming over, I think like three times herself. I had like a surprising amount of interest. Like, I think I had seven or eight women come through to visit the glory hole, and some of them came, like, repeatedly. This podcast is brought to you by Manscaped. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Got bush? You definitely do if you haven't tried the best products ever by Manscaped. After using these life-changing products... 
you're definitely going to want to join a ball sack beauty contest. We love the Perfect Package 3.0 kit because it has everything you could ever need to round out your grooming routine. The best trimmer to whack that bush is the Lawnmower 3.0 waterproof cordless trimmer. And in the kit, you'll also get some amazing liquid formulations like ball deodorant and testy toner to make your balls smell irresistible even on a hot summer day. I'm a true believer that when you trim the hedges, the tree stands taller and Manscaped has all the goods to help you feel and smell like your best self. Mmm. And our listeners get 20% off and free shipping with code SHAMELESS at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. And use code SHAMELESS. It's 2021 and you still got bush? Change that with Manscaped. This podcast was also made possible by omgs.com. OMGS is a research-based online program that teaches you all about how to pleasure the pussy. OMGS studied thousands of vulva owners to find out how they orgasm and then made beautiful animated modules and super honest short videos to give you ways to reach even more pleasure. I've been recommending OMGS to my clients for years and it's been changing their lives. We all know pleasure is fluid and ever-changing, so why not add more tools to your pleasure tool belt? OMGS is for everyone. So whether you are a vulva owner or you just love vulvas, OMGS will give you the techniques to get your O face on. There are two seasons to choose from and hundreds of gorgeous videos to explore. So go see what science says about pleasure and visit omgs.com slash shameless. That's omgs.com slash shameless to get $5 off your OMGS access. Again, omgs.com slash shameless. Go check it out. Now back to the show. If you're uh, a person, so you're not obviously a podcaster or a public yeah. public person that has more. It's not like- that it gives makes you not a psycho. It just like helps fill in gaps that you maybe would fill in through the message exchange. Because, hey, maybe you have a legitimate reason to use a throwaway. But in your immediate message, you're willing to send them your socials and send pictures like it's about not hiding shit. And so it's not about like the key to doing a glory hole. But like if you want to hook up on a, a place like a Reddit, for example, you know. If you, the more transparent you are, the safer you're gonna seem, I believe. Um, and it, the more you want to be sketchy about sending a photo, be like, "Ooh, I don't know, maybe in a few messages." As get out of my face, because there are people who are not gonna go through all this. Um, not everyone on the internet is a murderer, and that's Statist- linking your social media, though. That seems key. Linking your social media. I think that's help. I, again, I think it's helpful. I think there's a lot. It's not any one thing. It's the amalgamation of a lot of things. I happen to personally live such a transparent lifestyle that like that helps me in anonymous online hookups because what's the scary part for a lot of people? The anonymous part. Mm-hmm. Like it's both exciting and scary as shit. So if we can like mitigate some of it with certain things, um, there are ways to do that. You know, like when I answer an ad on Reddit, uh, like I immediately, li- unless there's a reason that they, you know, not to, uh, I like immediately link to my Instagram and my Twitter so they can just like see what I look like. Um, I say like, hey, you can go check out my Insta for pictures so you can just go ahead and tell me if you're interested. I'm not going to act weird about that. If the ad says they want a dick pic, like I send the dick pic that they ask for or I explain why I don't want to send one, depending. Because mm-hmm. now that I sell dick pics, eh, I don't always want to give them out you for free. You sell dick pics now? You sell them <clears throat> through OnlyFans? Or- I, I, yeah, big. I'm, uh, I'm on the OnlyFans these days. <laughs> Awesome. Good for you, Billy. How much does a dick yeah. pic cost these days? Yeah, how much is it? Well, yeah, if you want to share. How much Depends. Is it? Are we, I mean, are we talking a custom or are we talking me just posting? No. Uh, <laughs> I want a custom shameless sex dick pic. 
Oh yeah, I think wow, I think I can do that for ten bucks. Anyone for a dis- ten bucks? No, no, no. In I'm ten sorry, bucks, I'm not, shameless I'm not sex to, themed. I'm saying yeah. only from Billy Proceda. I'm not saying from every is listener. That, by is the that way, a disc, is that a damn friends it? And I just got so many of them. Right there. <laughs> is that a friends and family discount? Shameless sex, ten dollar dis- dick pic. No, I'm just such a cheap whore that like all my prices <laughs> sound like discount prices. Like everyone gets the friends and family. Oh, <laughs> we're, that's so we're nice. special and not special. Wait, so we have a question too. Masked outdoor. Blow oh yeah, jobs. this is a good question. I heard that you did some oh, masked yeah. outdoor blowjobs, and I was wondering. So I'm you assuming you this received. Is, you're receiving them, but tell us a little more. I'm assuming, but tell right, us we can't assume. Well, earlier he's like, everyone thinks I like to suck a dick, but I don't. He didn't say he did. He oh. never said he didn't. He All just right. said everyone assumes, Anyways. and he never actually. Tell us about the these masked outdoor blowjobs. Um, you know, it's hilarious that like I almost forgot about that, which is crazy. <laughs> like most people. A lot, I've done a lot of things where people would be like, if you forgot that, you're psycho because like I that would be their one time doing something nuts. It's crazy. I did like a stranger place scene because I'm like fully vaxxed up to the nines and past all the windows. So like I'm just being incredibly irresponsible now. So like uh, like a week or week and a half ago, I did a stranger place scene with some chick from field. And I'll be honest with you. Like I went to a, some stranger's apartment and walked in. She was blindfolded. I had sex with her uh, and then I left and she never saw me. And, like, I've done that before in different variations. And this was the first time I, like, walked out and I left. I was walking home. I was, I was like, meh. Which is, like, nuts. Like, yeah. most people would be like, that would be the one time they did anything crazy and they'd never forget the rest of their life. And for, for me, though, the same experience would be, like, for her, she will always remember that. And for me, I'll be like, yeah, that was fine. Did you, use, con- do you use condoms in these things? I <laughs> used condoms for that one, yeah. Okay. I always, I yeah. am always curious when people talk about their, their random sexual experiences. It's hot. I'm very though. picky and choosy about like when I bear back. It's not like I, I, I'm not willy nilly about that. Yeah. The cool thing is now, like you can, it's easier to get your STD screenings uh, digitally, so you can be like, look, I just got screened. Here it is, a mm-hmm. note from my doctor that says I'm safe. So we have to be able to, to 100% trust that that person got that. That's my big part. I mean, yeah, last night, in the last 22 <laughs> yeah. hours, that's, you're like, God damn it. Yeah. That's why I'm not fast and loose. Is because I got to trust the person cares yeah. about me enough to not lie to me. So I just usually err on the side of not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so like the, uh, the, the, so anyways, I, yeah, the fucking crazy outdoor blindfolded blowjobs I got. Um, I had a very regular uh, visitor, like a very enthusiastic glory hole visitor who she wanted like a bit of a DS dynamic. So she came by a lot. We did a lot of like texting and in the DS dynamic, uh, the mm-hmm. Dom sub stuff. Okay, um, and she lives out on Long Island, but not very far on Long Island, but far enough that sometimes she couldn't come to Brooklyn. So there was a park nearby her, and she, like, scouted a spot and sent me a video. So I went there. This is probably, like, November. It's very cold, by the way. I was like, it's not, not ideal. But it was corona, and I was like, well, you can't just, like, blow me in my car because, like, we don't know. We don't know the droplets. I don't know. So I go out. I like at nine o'clock at night, went out to this park. I found the spot. It was secluded. I put a blindfold on and I just stood there and hoped to not have something bad happen, you know? Uh, <laughs> so wait, you, but you had never met, you put a blindfold on and well, she found so we had you. met via the blow, the okay. glory hole. She had come to the glory hole several times, Okay, uh-huh. but then like one night she wanted to suck my dick. I wanted her to suck my dick, but she couldn't come out to, to Bushwick and I wanted to retain the anonymity. Uh-huh. So I went out and we did, we did it that way. Uh, we actually got creative with it sometimes. Uh, one time she had, 
she got, I got, she showed me a parking lot I could go to. And I just got in the, I parked there. I went to the back seat. I blindfolded myself in my back seat and unlocked the door. She came in the, into the car, blew me, left. I never saw her. Uh, and then there was another time. The first time I actually physically saw this woman was at a, again, at a park near her in Long Island. And we arranged, she made a, she took a, <laughs> she took a paper bag, <laughs> paper bagged herself. She put a hole oh in it. God. No curiosity she, there. Oh my God. A well, hole for just for the mouth. walking around with it. That's oh, for the mouth. Oh my God. She, uh, she wrote some stuff on her bag. What is uh, it? I think, yeah. What did you it know, say? she had a, like a lot of like mean, nasty names. I think it was for herself. Like she okay. wanted that. I was like, okay, you want to write, you know, dumb whore on your bag. Okay. I'm not going to tell you to do it, but did she enjoy. want you to say it to her? Like read the bag and say the things. It was a little dark out, but like she sent me a picture afterwards. Okay. And so okay. she had a, and she had a friend like on a bench nearby kind of in screaming distance. You know oh, what I mean? Wow. That's uh, cool. That's actually, that's a good friend right that there. That is a good Very friend. Very good hey, friend. Hey, will you hang out over here while I go and give this anonymous blow job, please? And if I need your help, just to, thank you. That's a, that's a good friend and a good sister. Which is wild. Cause I had to pass by that girl. Like I had to, I had to, I had to pass by her friend the way there and back. So like when I'm going through, I have to like pass. I'll be like, you must be. And she's like, yep, she's over. I'm like, okay, cool. And I go behind. And I find this like in, in the woods, this, you know, woman on her knees with a bag over her head and a hole cut out. And then I had to, you know, like fuck her face and feel her tits and stuff and then leave. And then you're I had like, to see I the I assume you're like, here yep. for me. Are you like, do you tell them you're Billy Presida or do you have? No, no. No. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like we, you know, we have a general idea and that's why she has the friend nearby so that like we have, you know. She can keep a lookout to see if some other man is going for a stroll oh. and sees a magic hole to put his dick in. Ah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Okay, guys, that's like the guardian. Well, you uh, so we did some stuff like that. Yeah, these like yeah. outdoor blindfolded or covered and masked uh, situations. Yeah. Speaking of, so because you have so many great stories, and we have to have just, I mean, just one more, please. So there's something about a femdom. Who jerked you off until you came on her, her penis owner's <sighs> sub's face. You're like, it's, it's like you're reminding me of my COVID sex stories. It's crazy. <laughs> this is for you, Billy. This, this is just, is for, just you. for you. I've been smoking too much weed. I'm forgetting stuff. <laughs> <laughs> just call us. We'll remind you. <laughs> um, yeah, I answered an ad uh, on the Reddit, as you do. I think it was Reddit. Might have been somewhere else. But I think it was Reddit. And yeah, she just wanted... I, they there was two options. One was for they had like a glory hole at their place on Staten Island, and I could stick my dick in it, but he would be blowing it, and I was like, not for me, no thanks. Uh, she was like, but could I? Would you? Are you okay coming on his face? And I was like, yeah. I thought it was just actually going to be me jerking off and coming on his face, and she was going to be like in the vicinity and being sexy, and I was like, okay, there's something for for me here, and then I can do something for them here. Okay. Uh, but the, yeah, no, it got like, I mean, she was masked. I was masked. He was not masked. Cause his like, he had his big slutty mouth open. Uh, <laughs> and she just like stroked my cock and like, we got a little touchy feeling. She said some nasty shit to him. I, I did my best to do, you know, whenever you deal with someone who wants like gay bashing type stuff in bed, it is 
it's uncomfortable sometimes because like, I have to remind myself because comedians, especially like we've been told there's certain things that we no longer say on stage. So now I'm like calling a man I've never met a faggot, but I'm like, but he wants you to call him that Billy. He wants you to call him that. No one's going to cancel you on Twitter. You just got to call him that because that's what he wants because he's a filthy little faggot. That's mm-hmm. what he wants you to say, Billy. Mm-hmm. So I say it, but then you always, you wince, you go, yeah. you dirty little, ah, okay. Uh, but yeah, she like, She's like, we dirty talked him, we bashed him, and then, you know, she jerked it enough that I splattered, like, really splattered. I, it was a load. We, we carried this on for a while, and then uh, eventually splattered some random man's face, and then I just, like, <laughs> drove back to Brooklyn. <laughs> After, how did you feel, though? How did you feel? My balls felt empty. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's uh, it's actually a pretty. I, I, there's a hotness to it. And I understand what you're saying about the discomfort about. Um, and I won't not go too deep in the story, but sure. I I was a, a financial dominatrix for about five minutes over the internet, and I'll just say, long story short, within a week I had six thousand dollars in my bank account, and I yep. gave most of it back because the person <sighs> was you gave all of it except like five hundred. I kept five hundred dollars yeah. because of my <laughs> time over that week to to carry on this dialogue, and and what I realized is. Where shameless sex, this person, what they wanted was to play a role of humiliation play that was telling them, I'm going to ruin your life, you're a dirty, nasty little sissy, you know, all, the, all these yeah. things. They want me to just tell them how terrible they are, and, they, and I'm going to use them and ruin them because they've, 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 they've hurt all these women and all this stuff. And I was just like consulting with april like how do i do this i don't know i was like, like listen this is what you gotta yeah, say I guess april could, yeah. but still she wouldn't even it doesn't it, it's too it got, with shameless sense i'd be a terrible dom i would be a, i am a terrible dom yeah. and well yeah because you gave the money back i know, <laughs> I know she's an honest one, one too she's like because oh. also- you could have kept it and you didn't feel comfortable because you weren't you couldn't fulfill well, your end of the bargain because you just weren't comfortable. The humiliation play with what you're talking about of I, I'm not judging people who can take on that role at not. all because you're saying they wanted it right. He wanted it from you. He wanted to hear those things, even though in your psyche you're like, "This is the, I've been trained that this is not what you say to people." My psyche saying one thing, but the woman holding my cock is telling me to say something else. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like her sub too. Her and her sub, whether it's a paid sub or they are actually in a lifestyle relationship, um, and so I, I get that part of you that is. And you know, I you are your podcast, which brings me to this next piece too. Here, um, your podcast is a sex positive journey, right? It's all about coming from more of a sex positive perspective. And with a lot of people who ask, like, what what does that mean? Um, you know, it's the opposite of sex negative. It's the motto that all consensual sex is good sex, and um, it can happen in all of these wild ways, including some femdom who's either paid or not, whose sub has said, I want you to go get another man to come on my face while I'm blindfolded or he's blindfolded, whatever. You jerk him off and then we go home and that is still consensual. We say awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah and, and so in these uh, situations, like a lot of, you know, some of these, I'll be honest, I would probably do these outside of COVID anyway. Um, <laughs> but like, you know, I, we were, I was, I was really, really into the responsibility aspect i was really into the concept of a capital p capital h public health like oh for once we'll actually come together and as a nation do something for each other lol (laughs) what a sucker i was (laughs) um but so so i was trying to uh engage in sexuality when i started feeling horny again kind of around the summer um i you know i was living with a partner at the time 
sex life was, you know, when it was there, it was hot, but when it wasn't connecting, it wasn't connecting. So I did go out and venture and try things. So with that scene in Staten Island, she's wearing a mask. I'm wearing a mask. We're in his home. He's not wearing a mask, but you know, like we've got our masks on and this is a jerk off thing. Cool. Um, with the, you know, glory hole following a department of health regulation, just have a physical barrier out uh, the outdoor stuff. Okay. Combination of outdoors and someone's wearing a mask. I also did like another, like, outdoor blowjob anonymous stranger thing in Westchester. And it was like in the middle of the afternoon on a sidewalk. Uh, like I just pulled over and great times. But again, there she's wearing a mask until she's blowing me and I'm wearing my mask the whole time. And we're outside. Uh, so, you know, really, you know, we're trying new things. We're trying stuff out. We're seeing what we can get away with feasibly. Um, you know, because you know, at the end of the day, we're still a bunch of pervy sluts. <laughs> so do you talk about on your podcast, which I would love for you to tell our listeners, because unfortunately, we, we love to talk to you, but every podcast fans. has to come to an end. I wanted to know if uh, what people are in store for if they haven't listened to Man Whore podcast. Do you talk about your these types of things? And also what else? are your offerings and how can people find you? I mean, you're, you're pretty big, although you don't claim to be big. You are <laughs> Esquire magazine. Just said you are one of the best sex podcasts to listen to. I was like, yeah, Billy. and it, amongst a many, y'all other were, but y'all were literally the best podcast. To listen to, I think was no, Uprocks. that was a different, that was it. That was in, not in style. What was that? It was, that was uh, Uprocks. I think. Uprocks. Yeah. It, up, no, but Esquire, you were just an Esquire recently. Oh. Uh, 2021. Oh. One he of doesn't the best. even know. You're his new you PR know, person. So surprise. <laughs> so we weren't on the list at all. Billy's, so God damn well, it. Well, I boycott. It's I want to remove mine yeah. from the list. <laughs> no, no. It can't be a real list if you're not on I it. I thought I texted you, but I guess I didn't. I guess I forgot. Anyway, please, will you share just a little bit with our listeners how they can find you? Uh, just to touch on what the Main Home Podcast will bring. And uh, yeah, we're. And OnlyFans. Dick pics. And OnlyFans, how they can get your dick pics. Uh, and it's not just uh, dick pics. I offer like a real good digital boyfriend experience, uh, but I'm also very. Gender inclusive. Fellas, we have a whole lot of fun with y'all, too. So feel free to come on by and perv on me. Uh, that is okay, too. I engage in the, uh, the the DMs. Quite a few dick havers. It's all good. Uh, I the, the Man Whore Podcast. It honestly feels a lot like this. If, if y'all, this could have been an episode of my show where maybe I was just more peppering more questions your way, but uh, it's very conversational in style. Uh, it started with me talking to past partners about why we didn't work out. I do still occasionally have on former flings like my glory hole podcast guests that I'm, uh, I'm putting out tomorrow. But I also now talk to leading sex educators, porn stars, sex workers, queer performers, comedians, dating experts. Um, and we have these like really interesting conversations where like they share some expert shit and I pretend that, uh, I understand expert shit <laughs> and then I facilitate that. Uh, so we have a good time over on the man Whore podcast where you can, uh, listen to it wherever you listen to shameless sex. You can find me on social media, uh, at the Billy Presida. that's P R O C I D A. Uh, and you can follow my only fans, <clears throat> uh, is free to follow. And, you know, pretty friends and family discount price to play. But you can follow my OnlyFans uh, at OnlyFans.com slash Call Me Billy. 
Mm. That's my that's my only fan's name. Call me Billy. I hey. like that. You know, and trying to avoid that Google bot just in case. Hey, you you also had uh, Betty Dodson on your show, oh. right? Oh, right. Rest in peace. So lucky. We were scheduled to go and we do were. a weekend <sighs> with her. The, she was so fantastic. The, was it sex bot or whatever? Body well, sex. In November we the were body supposed sex to go. Workshop. It was November yeah. during COVID. Last year, and then twenty twenty. It was so it was COVID, and then also she was leaving this she planet. Was, and mm-hmm. I'm so lucky that you got to do she that. I actually I'm gonna go listen to that episode after this on your show. Yeah. I would love to. Yeah. Really good episode. When we turned the mics off, she showed me her uh, her dildos, which she she nicknamed them Big Brother and Little Brother, <laughs> which you have to read her books to understand those references, I guess, because uh, they're kind of literal. And then, but then I had just done body painting day in New York City, so I was doing nude body painting. And I got painted, and so I showed I was showing her, and she uh, she gave my penis a full endorsement. She's like, Aww. it's very cute. I don't know who wouldn't want to play with it and suck on it. And I'm like. Oh my God. Can I? Can you say that again on video? Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Oh my god! So lucky. You're that so now you know that you can move on in life and feel like you've done like you. you that's the box. Betty Dodson approved of my cock. Fuck like yeah. what, what else like, is there to do? Yeah. There's nothing else. That's there's better nothing. than anything that I, I have ever have, that I've ever had. No one's approved my vagina that way. Uh, you want me to look at it? I'll approve it Thanks. right now. Damn it, Betty! Five stars. I wanted you to. <laughs> thank you. So thank you, Billy. Billy Everyone we love out you. there. We love we love you, Billy. This is uh, always so much fun having you on the show, and can't wait to do it in person again. It seems like it's mm-hmm. happening hopefully soon. And uh, go check out the Man Whore Podcast, y'all. Anywhere podcasts are found, and go ahead give Billy five stars when you listen because he's incredible. Go ahead, I invite you check out Shameless Sex Podcast on iTunes and give us five stars because it just helps more people find awesome information entertainment and uh just resources and that's what we all need more of the information highway is real i will do one more call to action and you know what it is if you've listened to shameless sex podcast at all what is it amy uh it's either margins wine or it's margins wine. wine it's wine, wine. it's a wine, wine so go check out marginswine.com she does two releases a year we've loved her for years and we will continue to love what she does women owned and operated and small t- boutique batches of Ooh, wine dictate. i've been i've been drinking a little bit that's why i might be slurring a little bit uh, <laughs> marginswine.com to get on the newsletter that's all i am asking for now but guess what else i'm saying Ciao for now. We'll see you next Tuesday, y'all. Want to learn more? Go to shamelesssex.com. And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use code shamelesssex at purepleasureshop.com.